Hello and welcome to the podcast, Building Confidence. My name is Sue Reed, and I am your host. Every week I will be discussing the subject of confidence with a new guest. So with no further ado, let's jump in. Ryan Hughes is a self-development enthusiast, meaning he strives to be the best person he can be in mind, body and spirit. And Ryan is also an aspiring writer. Now, he tells me that he does struggle with his self-confidence and feels it often holds him back. So he joins me today to talk about his ongoing battle to always turn up as his vulnerable, authentic self. Hello, Ryan. How are you? It's lovely to see you here. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really good too. Thank you. So first question I always ask is, what would you say your definition of confidence would be? Somebody that doesn't struggle in social situations, somebody that could just walk into a room and happily be the the brightest spark in the room, the, the loudest voice in the room, can hold a conversation, things like maintaining eye contact. These are all little things that I look for. Um... And I, if I'm sort of trying to seek out somebody that's confident or not confident, and these are all things that I have had issues with myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that now, especially with social media, social media definitely portrays people, including myself, to be a lot more confident than what I believe that they are. Mm. Okay. So what sort of... What sort of things trigger you, trigger, trigger, not trickle, trigger you there? <laughs> when, when do you feel not confident? When I'm, I'd, I'd say when I'm receiving praise or if somebody is being very complimentary about me and I'm asked to describe myself, I think I struggle to speak positively about myself, mm-hmm. even though I've sort of, I've got an understanding that I am a, a good person and that maybe everything that these people are saying about me is true. I don't know why. It just sort of a barrier comes up and I can't quite explain it. Almost probably like a, a, a level of imposter syndrome in a sense. Mm. Um sort of why why these people saying these nice things about me. I'm I'm nothing special. But yeah, so in those sort of situations. And I'd say more more I'd say as I've got older, I think as I've got older I struggle in large social gatherings more. Right. Uh, I'd say so I'm not really a big drinker anymore, but sort of when I was younger, obviously alcohol and and drugs will will give you a false sense of confidence. But I think as I've got older and I've come away from that, I've realised that I'm not as confident as I thought I was. It was probably a persona that was created by alcohol and drugs. Mm. I mean, a lot of people and myself included, as far as the alcohol is concerned, when we are lacking in confidence, alcohol is a great, or we think it's a great crutch to lean on because we think that it, you know, it gives us the confidence, the courage to be the person that maybe we would love to be but feel that we aren't. So I do totally get that. I've never taken drugs of any kind myself, I must say. I think main, that's mainly, although with alcohol, that might might contradict that, but I've al- I always like to be in control of myself. So, but I think sometimes with alcohol, I probably wasn't in control of myself. So that is a contradiction, <laughs> but that was a You're long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been 
doing about that then, if if anything? How have you been trying to improve your, your self-confidence? So actually the, the course that you and I met on, the Jay Shetty course, that gave me massive, massive confidence. I think sort of being a vocal member of the community in that helping others, but not, not just helping others, but sort of helping others and receiving the positive feedback, people telling me how much I've contributed to helping them. That gave me massive confidence knowing that I am doing something right. Um, what I am doing, what I do aspire to be is heading in the right direction, at least. Mm. Journaling, journaling's been a massive one for me, sort of writing about my, because I'll, I will write about like the, the very dark, dark days, as well as all of the positive and the bright days and everything else. So I think that's really important for anybody out there that does journal. So journaling has been a massive one for me, learning about breath work, meditation, those things. If I do start to feel a little bit anxious in certain situations, I now know certain breathing techniques to do, like box breathing, just little things like that, little things that sort of do tally up. But yeah, it's definitely, I'll definitely say that that all of those things that I've just mentioned have definitely had a positive impact on that. Okay. And so now when, because you said, you know, a lot of people have said, that you help them in the group. And I totally agree with that. I, I know that you've been a big help to a lot of people and I know you're very well respected among the community in the course. So when somebody now says, Ryan, you're wonderful. You've helped me so much. You've given me so many wise words. How does that make you feel now? A little overwhelmed, if I'm honest. That The, the feeling that I get now, I sort of get this overwhelming feeling that I go a little bit, I get a bit hot and I'm like, whoa. It's, it's, yeah, it sort of relates to what I said about imposter syndrome, I think, because even though I know that when I'm doing these things, my intention is to help that person. Obviously, I want to help that person. But when you're getting told that you, it's, I, I find it quite hard to explain. But yeah, it's when I receive that, that bit of positive feedback, as much as it is a lovely feeling and it does heighten me and everything else, it's still, yeah, it, it, I wouldn't say I feel unworthy of it. But at the same time, it's I almost feel like I should be always be more appreciative of <laughs> yeah. it than I than I can. So you you feel that you're not perhaps, you know, showing your gratitude like maybe you ought to. Yeah, yeah. Almost I almost feel like I go a little bit awkward rather than be like, oh, that's that's a lovely thing to say. Thank you so much, sort mm. of thing. Where do you think that came from then? How did that start? Because you said it it became worse as you got older. Yeah, like I said, I think when I was younger, I was a little bit of a jack the lad. Anybody that knows me from my sort of early 20s and my teens, no one would say that confidence was ever an issue for me. I was always loudmouthed. I was always vocal. I was always uber confident, to be honest with you. But again, I think that was sort of a a status thing more than that. I think, like I say, as I've got older and I've sort of weaned away from that lifestyle and now... I think I think comparing to others as well is is a big thing. I'm always sort of no matter what I do, I always feel like I should be better or I should be doing better or mm. which is a big thing that I've been working on recently to be fair and as I say that these things are, I'm I'm starting to deal with it a lot better than what I was. But yeah, I think that comparing myself to others feeling that I should be in a certain position rather than actually being happy and proud and content of the position that I'm in now and the person that I am. One of the things we do when we compare ourselves to others who we feel are better 
than we are. We tend to compare our worst bits with their best bits, which is totally unfair, but it's it's human nature. We look at yeah. what we see as like this beautiful, successful person that we want to be. And we think, well, you know, I, I'm not that. I'm not this. I'm not anything like them. But you're not because you're a completely different person. We don't compare like we like because we can't. We're not them and they're not us. We are, there are be whoever you're comparing yourself to, there'll be things that they're not good at that you are good at and vice versa. So it's, it is totally unfair. Have you ever written out for yourself a list, a complete and utter list of all your achievements, all your wins, everything you've ever done? Yeah, so I did that last I've done that for all of last year. I've done it. I sort of had a bit of a reflection period between Christmas and New Year. And I've done that. And that, I think that's when the penny dropped for me. I was like, wow, I have actually achieved a lot years this year. Obviously, there's been a few a few things that didn't work out as well as I wanted them to, but that's all part of learning. Um mm. I've learned my lessons from that, grown from and I sort of just look at that as we move. I'm grateful for the lessons. So it's good now that I can approach we could call it failures, but I'll just call them lessons now. I'm just grateful for all of them. But yeah, I think when I looked at that and I looked back and I thought, wow, to have all of that written out that I've done in a year is pretty crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that, that gave me a big boost. And I've sort of carried that through to this year. The beginning of this year started really well. I'm starting to form some really good habits. I'm starting, I feel like I'm a lot more consistent now. My discipline's a lot better. These are all the things that I really need to work on. Consistency and discipline, the main two, and sort of kicking complacency. I think complacency was my biggest. And I'm so like uber aware of that now. Uh, every time that I think, oh, well, I'll just, and I think, no, that's you acting complacent. And it's just like something's just clicked. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think that, that really, really helped writing everything out. I think, I think putting pen to paper just it can solve so many things there's just something about pen to paper I, I say this to so many people um and i've actually managed to help quite a few friends recently they've started journaling now or even just sort of small goal setting or to do lists, just anything like that once you've got it out it's almost like you're sieving it mm. out of your brain through the pen onto the paper yeah yeah, it's kind of like a commitment when you take it out of your mind and write it down. And particularly if you're writing it by hand and not typing it out, yeah. it's like that connection between your hand and your your mind and you are com actually committing to something. So one question that came up for me then was, why is this important to you? Why do you feel you need to change? I think we should always be striving to change. I think the moment that we settle, the moment that we're sort of sit where we are i think that is where complacency comes in the world is always changing everything around us is always changing so why would we want to sit still why would we not want to continue to grow yes yeah, that's a really big thing for me is constantly wanting to grow constantly wanting to improve myself never settling sometimes you've got to sort of accept where you are for now but never settle that's that's a big mantra for me yeah, I totally agree. It's really important to keep, I mean, I, in my view, that's why we're here on, on, on the earth. We are put on the earth to make a difference and to grow and become the best people we can. But so many people just stop where they are. They get to a certain point and then they stop 
And like you say, complacency does set in and they think, well, you know, this is my life. I'm not happy, but I don't want to do anything about it because that's too much like hard work. What what would you say to that mindset, that very fixed mindset? Well, for me, I know that when I have acted in that way, when I have become complacent, one thing that I tend to do is I sort of feel like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. But I look at other people and I'm like, but at least I'm not where they are or I'm better than so-and-so. And I think it's that thing that we come back to the point that we've made earlier about comparing ourselves to other people. Just, it's just you versus you. Everything is you versus you. If you, yeah, if you, if you want to thrive, we're sort of all in this, the, the cliche saying of, of the rat race, we're all on the mill, but if we want to strive to be different and if we want to strive to fulfill our full potential and live our purpose, then we've got to, sort of try and break that chain or at least break the even Mm. if it's not breaking it for everyone else we've got to break that chain for us yeah for ourselves i I follow on youtube called dan co he always says that if you don't choose your life somebody will choose it for you which i think is is so very true you know we either like you say stay on that rat race on the treadmill and go to school get an education get a job um buy a house you know and then retire and then that's it that's that's your life done without ever actually really achieving anything or doing all the things that you really wanted to do but never got round to them yeah so you also i know do a lot of physical exercise like running and i think you go to the gym a lot so yeah what what's your aim with that then is that another part of being the best you possibly can be yeah, absolutely. Even if I'm not sort of breaking personal records week by week or anything like that, the fact that I'm going and looking after myself, it's it's the only thing that keeps me sane, to be honest with you. I think exercise is so important for mental health. It's unbelievable. I know that a lot of people are talking about it more and more now, but so many people are still sort of naysayers and they're like, I don't, but those tend to be the people that we've just spoken about that will just settle and they'll do you know what I mean? It's mm. so yeah. I think I had a really big year with that last year. I've done some really good things. I've got some goals that I want to achieve this year. But one thing that I did last year that I don't want to do the I, I sort of put too much pressure on myself on some of them last year. And if I didn't achieve them, I really like beat myself up. Mm. So this year I've sort of set the goals. So I know we're only a month into the year, but I've found that since I've removed pressure from them goals, I feel like I'm moving but better towards them without the pressure, without being so hard on myself. If I if, there, if I have a day where I, I don't get around to stretching or going to the gym, I know that I'm going to go the next day and I'm going to do it. So I don't beat myself up too much. Whereas before I was like, oh, it's got to be every single day. It's got to be every single day. But then we've got to remember that we're human at the end of the day. And I'm not someone that lives sort of a life of luxury that has the ultimate amount of time to get all of those things done. Some days we just don't get the time and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so writing then, you're an aspiring writing. So so what are your aims there? So I'm sort of looking at the moment to just sort of get some freelance copywriting roles. Just, like I say, there's just something about putting pen to paper. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I am confident in myself. Yeah, probably of all the things that I can speak confidently about myself with, it is writing. Like I, I toy around with poetry, and I've written poems, and people have been like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And I'm like, "You would." It took me probably ninety seconds to write that, and they're like, "No way!" And just little, little other things that I've written, um, little quotes that I come up with, and stuff like that. But then, 
other things that I've done as well. Like I've just written essays just sort of for a bit of fun, really. And people have read them and go, like, Jesus Christ, you need to do something with this. Mm. So, yeah, that's something that I'm really looking into at the moment. I've just gone on to LinkedIn. So I'm looking for some freelance copywriting roles as we speak um, and hoping that I can develop something from there, really. But, yeah, that's something that I'm definitely going to be working towards this year is landing myself some writing roles and sort of seeing if I can get my foot in that door. And so... What are your goals for this year then? What are you aiming for by the end of the year? Definitely to be in a career that is fulfilling and purposeful. So at the moment, I'm just roofing. I've been doing that for probably seven months-ish now. I enjoy it. It's good because it's, it's good physical work. It's the, I'm always paid on time on the Friday. It's money coming in, but I need to be like, the reason that I've done the Jay Shetty course was to for that part of the title of the course um live your passion build an income yeah. so obviously i had the app idea come from that i'm still in contact with georgina georgina weston i don't know mm-hmm. if you've yeah. spoken to it yeah yeah she's she writes code so we speak sort of once every six weeks or something like that and we're gonna sort of get our heads together and get a, a basic product hopefully out by the end of the year even if it's just a website for now so that's a massive one that that i, I would like to have that by the end of the year, the the at least the basic version of the website up and running. And to, um, so for the sake of the listeners, what, what will the app be about? It's a self-development app. Okay. It's going to be, we've sort of scouted the market. We believe that there's nothing out there like it at the moment. It's going to have tabs and the tabs will consist of all different sort of aspects of self-development. And then there'll be links to podcasts. There'll be links to YouTube videos. Everything will be relevant and it'll sort of tie mm. itself in together i don't know if you're familiar with the car map have you used yes yeah yeah so we're looking at a layout similar to that but yeah with with all different sort of genres around you know things like fit diet finance just all those sort of things that Mm. we're hoping to get some coaches in and do some work with as well so uh, that's really exciting that was sort of what my end product was from the jay shetty course so i'm looking to start a podcast myself as well that's something that i'm hoping that i have up and running by the end of the year a little bit of travel and I'd like to run a marathon. That's that's probably they're probably my big ones for the year. That sounds really good. That sounds that sounds like you know if you can achieve all those, that's an amazing year. If you achieve yeah. you know a third of those, that's an amazing year. So absolutely, which will also give a boost to your confidence because it's it's more wins to add to your list. Yeah, without a doubt. So if anybody's listening then and thinking, well, I do need to improve my my self-confidence and, and I recognize myself in a lot of what Ryan said. What would you recommend their first action would be? I would say it doesn't even have to be a, a proper journal. Just get a little notepad out and just start writing about your feelings. Write about what it is that you do like about yourself. Write what it is that you'd like to change about yourself. I've done it from I've done it from my own standpoint, how I see myself, and then I sort of try to do it from how I feel other people perceive me as well. And that was a big one because when I then spoke to people about how I felt like I was perceived, it was quite inaccurate. So I think that could be a big one for people. People feel like they're perceived or seen in a way by people that's probably not as, if if you do have issues, if you do have issues, say you feel like people look down on you or they think you're a bit of this or a bit of that, the chances are they probably don't. It's all in your head. Mm. So I think sitting down and writing that out and then speaking to people about that, which 
I'd say that probably does take an element of confidence to do in itself, to be fair, to actually speak and ask people, is this how you perceive me? Because this is how I feel I'm perceived. And as long as they're giving you one an honest answer, it will definitely give you a lift and make you feel a lot better about yourself if you are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Carry on. But yeah, but then going from there, then it is just from there, I sort of, that was when I really went in, it just sort of turned into journaling, and to be honest with you, I'd sort of just start writing about my day, how my day made me feel. Um, then I looked, started in doing affirmations and all that. I think it just sort of built from there. Books, videos, I think sort of the people that you follow on social media is a massive one as well, what you're feeding into yourself daily. So I sort of, I went on a big unfollowing spree at the beginning of last year. I ended up unfollowing some like 300 people. And the number that I landed back down on was 899. So from there, now, if I follow someone, I always find someone to unfollow. Right. And I always, in, in that time, I always, there's always someone that I managed to find that sort of isn't bringing anything to my table. Mm. that's you sort of look at me like well, i don't know why i was following that in the first place or mm. maybe it's someone that you just don't speak to anymore but i always replace them with uh somebody that i find inspiring mm. or a page that i find inspiring like the stoic pages the the big motivational pages and stuff like that and it's just it makes such a difference what you start feeding into your brain rather than looking at other people's lifestyles and how they're living and comparing to that you're just feeding yourself with positive stuff and it's had a massive beneficial effect on me definitely definitely yeah i mean whatever you feed into your mind is what your mind's going to focus on so the more positive vibes you give it the more positive tracks are going to be laid down in your brain because we are wired to be negative because we are wired to survive and to survive you can't always look on the bright side of life you've got to think about what's coming around the corner that's how we survive but in modern day society, we don't have to think like that anymore. It's highly unlikely you're going to go around the corner and get murdered. I know it's possible and it happens, but it's unlikely still. And going back to what you were saying about people's perception of you, it's really interesting that I realised after I, I wrote my book and it was published, a lot of what I'd said about the way I thought people felt about me, about how I didn't fit in and I was a little bit weird. And when I spoke to my my family, especially my my cousin, who has always been my my best friend as well as my cousin. He's um, about four years older than me. And he said, well, I, I never knew that about you. I always thought you were full of confidence. I had no idea that you didn't, you felt shy and you, you weren't, you know, sure of yourself, which was amazing really, because I thought, well, you must have known. There were four brothers, my four cousins. He said, we all looked up to you. <laughs> which oh, I was really surprised by that. It yeah. really shocked me. And I thought, I'm going to have to rewrite my whole book now. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I totally get that what you think people are thinking isn't necessarily what they're thinking at all. No, it very rarely is. Very rarely is. We create our own reality based on how we perceive the world. And if our reality is based on how we perceive the world, we can easily change it. We can easily change the way we see the world and change our thoughts and be more positive. It's 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 easy, but it's not that easy, if you see what I mean. So it's, yeah, it's simple, but it's hard, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the beginning. I think once you sort of pick up some some basic habits of how to do that yeah 
keep it really basic keep it really simple just keep doing those and you'll just notice the small changes straight away and then it'll just grow from there just like anything else start small and build on that yeah so if anybody's listening and and they wanted to perhaps get in touch with you or follow you and and see you know where your your journey's heading how would they get hold of you so my instagram handle is ryan.18 underscore oh seven i think that's right i might have butchered that you can look it up i'll put it in the show notes yeah (laughs) i was gonna say i can tag that in the show or my email address is ryanhughes20 at hotmail.co.uk okay i'll put those in the show notes and before we finish off do you have a message that you want to leave or any final words yeah just everything that we've touched on really just sort of if you are struggling with confidence there's so much help out there now there's so many decent books like the one that you've written yourself. Um, there's so many people out there now that are sort of coaching confidence. This podcast obviously is a great platform for that. But yeah, anything like that, any anyone that's struggling with anything like that, just definitely start small, pick up the small habits, start small, build on them and just notice the small changes. And yeah, the biggest one would probably be don't think that you are perceived as you feel like you are perceived by people because the chances are 99% of the time you're not it is just all in your head yeah definitely definitely okay so I wish you all the best for the future particularly with the writing yeah get some of that poetry published so that we can read it and thank you very much good luck with all your plans we'd love to know at the end of the year what whether you achieved your goals and and how it all went so perhaps come on this time next year and we'll talk about how 2023 went definitely i'll jump back on i'll be more than willing brilliant okay well thank you so much it's been lovely talking to you you're more than welcome and you take care thank you thank you for listening today new episodes come out every wednesday at 5 a.m uk time I've more great guests coming up to talk about a variety of topics, so I hope you'll listen again and become a regular listener. I would also like just to mention that I've written a book called Building Confidence, available on Amazon. It contains a number of habits that I put in place when building my own confidence, and my backstory is woven through it as well. There is a link in the show notes if you're interested. Well, until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Much love.